never reach me Were some guys who were preacher fans The only dudes who could ever teach me Were some guys who were preacher fans Yes, they were They were Oh, yes, they were That's a podcast theme right there What's up, everybody? Welcome to Preacher Men, the podcast where Pete LePage and Justin Tyler lament the loss of their friend, the saint of comic book club, Alex Salvin. (laughs) Yeah, let's talk Preacher. So we are talking Preacher episode 12, penultimate episode, On Your Knees. Uh, Sorry, there's been a little bit of a gap uh, in our Preacher cast. Yes, because you are a big deal all of a sudden, and we all have to deal with that now. Dealing with a big deal is a raw deal for yep. for you, Pete, and um, I apologize deeply, um, but uh, let's make the best of it and keep everything okay. above board. It's not like we're trying to get out of hell like a couple of good friends of mine, Eugene and Hitler. You, Hitler's your buddy now? You and Hitler are just, uh, you know, the best of buds? I mean— uh, in the same position, uh, if you, if I if I was in Eugene's spot, yeah, I'm like I'm getting help any which way I can. Really, you're not no, you. Man. No, I'm not. I'm not going to team up with Hitler. Yeah, but just because it suits my situation, I feel like he's done too much. You know, you just chill in hell. No, I I find a way out, but I I don't know, man. I just you'd find I mean, another way. Yeah, I guess, but I, you know, as stupid as that sounds, you know, it's like, well, it's, you know, it hits Hitler or no way, I guess. Uh, but it's, yeah, Hitler or the highway. Yeah, that's basically what it is. Uh, so let's do a quick recap before we get into to this episode. Please. Uh, we've got uh, Eugene, who um, tried Ars face, because he has a, a, a mouth that looks like a lot of buttholes that I've seen. And I think that's Whoa, where he wow. got. I think that's where he got the that's nickname. Weird. I mean, you know about it. You were a dog man. Hashtag Pete the Pomeranian. <laughs> uh, no, so stop with that. Can we just go one episode? You fucking missing piece of shit. Pete, you please don't interrupt me. I'm doing the recap. Oh, okay. uh, so uh, meanwhile, we have our other characters. Uh, we have uh, Jesse Custer, the the preacher, the uh, titular character, uh, who is has the power of God. He has been chasing God, and now he's become mixed up in this organization run by Hair Star, a one-eyed villain who, uh, frankly, doesn't give a fuck. Uh, yeah. But he is uh, merciless in his um, job of running a, a, a an organization, uh, I guess a Christian organization, that uh, keeps other messiahs from rising and paves the way for uh, the coming messiah. Very Christian of them. Yeah, very Christian. They are turning cheek after cheek. Uh, Then you've got uh, Tulip, Jesse's on again, off again, always Uh, off again girlfriend. Fuck you. Uh, They were at the top of the season. They were in love, about to get married. At the bottom Uh, of the season, not barely even friends. Come on, man. Uh, Tulip's had, again, please, Pete, really, the... The recap is where you just really can't interrupt me. I don't want to lose my train of thought. Now, uh, Tulip has had a, a crisis. Uh, she has been grabbed by the Saint of Killers. It traumatized yep. her, so that's what she's been struggling with. Also, I feel like she's feeling pretty isolated from her dudes. 
uh, one of yep. which is Jesse Custer. The other is Cassidy, um, the uh, vampire who um, his son named Dennis, who is becoming a bit of a menace. Uh, he turned him into a vampire to save his life. And boy, has that been a real uh, basket of deplorables. Yeah. I wish you wouldn't use that word, uh, but yeah. Um, so let's pick up. So we start on uh, Eugene and uh, Hitler. Um, Old Eugene and Hitler. At the end of the last two, episode. Gruesome twosome. The gruesome twosome, the classic odd couple. Yeah. Uh, one's messy uh, and one's clean. And by that I mean one um, uh, just made like one mistake that cost him his mouth, and the other was the greatest villain in all of history, uh, and they're best friends. Now, they're not best friends. They're using each other to get out of hell. You think Eugene is using Hitler? I hope Eugene is using Hitler. I don't. I think using's the wrong word. He is. Uh, he's partnered with him at the very least. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so they last we saw them, they jumped into the hole, the place in hell where you have to uh, go through your your worst memory, worst and, fear, yeah. and have it like sort of get worse. It gets worse than it would actually happen. So they go down there and they're uh, playing out some scenarios. Uh, now with, this was very hard to relive this uh, for you the personal hell again. Yeah, because we already did it, and then we had to keep doing it. And you've been in that situation before. No, I have not been in that situation before. But in the show, we have been in this situation before. So it's hard that we have to keep going back. And it's not like it's Hitler's uh, rough one, which is actually not that rough at all. Uh, We got to do Eugene's over and over again. And it's weird because Hitler's like cheering him on. Yeah. And it's like this weird thing where you're like, yeah, Hitler's right. Come on. You know, and it's like, oh, God, what have I become? I mean, all I heard you say was Hitler is right. But whatever you're talking about, I don't want to hear it, Pete. Um, <laughs> and neither do the listeners. Uh, so, yeah, uh, they are working together to try to get Eugene to, like, uh, make the right choices or get out of his own personal hell, essentially, yeah. to uh, to move past it so they can escape. It's actually a really great scene. Uh, there's a nice moment between Eugene and his like uh, hell hell shade of a father. Yeah, uh, and uh, and then they they escape. Yeah, it's it's intense, man. It's an intense way to start a show for sure. Yeah. Um, so then we jump into uh, if we want to go chronologically into the Saint of Killers, a, uh, a man who we spent a lot of time with this season. Uh, I we, I just would like to say it was the the I love you too dad kind of that was that was pretty touching it was pretty cool really that was affecting for you yeah great great it was a real after school special moment yeah it really was so uh, so then we move on uh, to to the saint as I said um, we get some flashback as to what's been going on with him he's been having some fun he's been <laughs> chilling in the swamp in that deep ass swamp. Yeah, um, as we know, uh, what did you think of all this? This uh, flashback where we saw uh, the saint come under the influence of Grail. Yeah, it was. Uh, you know, it's it's not a team up that I'm happy about um, because, like, I know what he's put here to do, 
And so, like, playing with, toying with the Saint and Killers, not really a, a smart move, I would say. I don't think that's going to end well for anybody when you try to manipulate the Saint of Killers. But who are you more scared of, Hairstar or the Saint? Saint, all day, every day. Hairstar, really? I mean, you know, he can be distracted by, you know, getting him a couple hookers, you know, so... I wouldn't. I wouldn't call that distracted. Um, he actually had a, it was a, it was like a brainstorming session for him. Well, yeah, it's a, yeah, that's true. But at least it'll buy you some time. Um, I think Hairstar Hairstar pretty easily manipulates the saint to to do his bidding. Yeah. Uh, so he seems to be more more of the threat. We get some fun between um, Hoover, uh, the. Uh, the I guess I don't know assistant or subordinate to Hairstar, yeah. um, and the uh, it's like, it's hard to tell if they have like a romance, but uh, Featherstone, uh, yeah, the, the woman who's been hassling Tulip, they have like sort of a relationship. Uh, it's like moonlighting for villains, um, basically, sort of a, a, a Sam and Diane from Cheers for um, these. I don't know. Henchmen. Compare that. I mean, uh, Featherstone's into it. Hairstar is not aware of it. No, no, I'm talking about Featherstone and Hoover, the uh, oh, the dude. Who- well, that's like again. Well, that's a little reverse. Like Featherstone does not even Hoover's not even on her radar because it's a know? classic love triangle. Because she loves Hairstar. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're right. It is a classic love triangle. You've been way. there. Um, fortunately I have my friend. No, oh, what a deadly dance. Yep. Um, so now, uh, how would you, the saint spends a lot of time pounding on that truck door. Is he <laughs> yeah, smart? Sure does. Is he smart? What's his deal? Would you not think, a- do you think, he, you think the saint of killers is not smart? Yeah, he doesn't seem like the brightest guy. Or do you think that's because he's just like a cowboy or because he's just an idiot? No, I think it's because he's kind of pulled out of his time and, you know, he's he's kind of a fish out of water. And, uh, he's, uh, he's like, what is this strange box I'm in with these wheels? Yeah, ex- yeah exactly. He doesn't, you don't think he gets, when he was in hell, he wasn't like watching the news? Yeah, he probably wasn't. But I'm glad that we got to see like the truck switch and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, you know, so we see how that they... Was, that was cleared up. We see how uh, Hairstar and the Grail organization... Um, effectively tricked Jesse uh, and got the saint out of the the improvised prison that Jesse put him in. Uh, yeah. They restore the saint's powers, so that um, that's pretty cool for him. And yeah, uh, for him, yeah, yeah, but not not for our boy Jesse. Yeah, and he's on the loose, and he's heading uh, full on yeah. back to Jesse. I mean, he stops yeah, to grab a quick whiskey. You can't blame him for that. I and mean, honestly, when you're trapped in a swamp, you're gonna get thirsty. Exactly. Well, and that's like, oh man, I could go for a drink. I've just been pounding on this truck door for like twelve hours a day, yeah, six days a week. I bet he took Sunday off. Well, let's hope so. Yeah, Sunday he just chilled, and again he pulled out the the book that he has in his coat, which is mm-hmm. eat, ironically it's Eat, Pray, Love, and <laughs> he read a couple. Uh, I doubt that that he picked up Eat, Pray, Love at the airport. Uh, well, yeah, I, no, I think he—that's the official book of hell. It's the, in hell, the only book you can read is "Eat, Pray, Love." Wow! So everyone has a copy of it. It's like the Bible in a hotel room. Okay. Everyone right. gets a copy of it, and it's in their pocket. I, I don't want to know how you know that. Uh, yeah, dude, I've spent a couple nights in hell, okay. uh, and I've read that book, and it's—it's 
It makes you feel You read the book. Eat, pray, love? Yeah. That's fine. It's good. It's fine. It's a good, nice story about a woman finding herself. Yeah, I mean, you know, God bless. But, you know, I'm just surprised you read it. Satan bless. So uh, uh, we get to Jesse is pissed um, because he can't believe how, uh, how close he was to finding God. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's, he was right there and that dumbass didn't realize. Yeah, we learned that, uh, that I mean, God is, do- is the dog man. As yeah. Learned. And Jesse yeah. was right there. I mean, you, now, let me ask you, you've been there on the other side of that as a former dog man, se- a sexual dog man. I am not going to uh, acknowledge this stupid bit that you're doing. It's uh, not a bit. I guess it's a uh, classic dog man pride. And they, they have a code, a brotherhood. Where they I would know. I would know. Anyways, I really liked how Cassie gave it to him straight. He's like, have you met yourself? You're not a god. You have bad habits. Like, you like to hear bones breaking. That is awesome. That was fantastic. I fucking loved it. Uh, so you're talking about um, Jesse and Cassidy hanging out. Yeah. Yeah, so we get some, some scenes between our, our main trio um, here. Yep. We get sort of a flirty fight between Cassidy and Tulip, the official couple uh, that I'm shipping no. for this show. Yeah, yeah, that's the one that you want to win, but yeah. nobody else does. Caslip, as I'm calling them, um, oh, they're planning God, a awful. trip to uh, Bimini, which um, it sounds like a lovely, a lovely place to go. They mm-hmm. have, yes, yeah, so they have a nice flirty fight. Uh, Tulip throws, um, throws the finger away. And yeah, I don't think it's a flirty fight. I think Cassie's on the edge of like murdering her. Well, like like we said, all these characters are just in a bad place. Uh, mm-hmm. Cassidy's stressed about Dennis. Um, he realizes that it's probably a mistake to turn your son into a vampire who like doesn't follow. I like the rules. I said, like I said, you should you should have let him die, man. He just doesn't know what he's doing. You can't give him that kind of power, man. Well, but what are you going to do? I mean, I feel like there's a there's a easy situation for them to work this out. Have a father son talk. Um, sort of an I learned it by watching you type situation, and uh, maybe he can be like a nice, chill vamp. I don't think, yeah, I don't think that's possible. Have you met Dennis? Uh, not personally, but I, I mean, I guess we'll see. Yeah. I guess we'll see. Um, yeah, so and then we get uh, Cassidy and Jesse talking, and Cassidy's clearly sort of flirting with that, this idea uh, that he can become this major religious figure. Yeah, yeah. Not cool. Not cool. Now, yeah. What if you were confronted with that very same situation, Pete? No, man. I don't know. I'm not going to pretend to be a fucking god, man. That's weird. Uh, but I would like to say that, like, it was heartbreaking for me when, when Tulip was like, what do you need us for? You know what I mean? Yeah. I And I'm like, what do you mean what does he need you for? You guys are fucking in love, right? Till ride or die? What happened to all that shit, Tulip? Like yeah, I, I go back and forth. I'm getting mad at each one of these fucking guys. Now, why is that? Because uh, it, I feel like they've their this season has really put them to the grinder, and that's just where they are. Yeah, but like all of a sudden, you're just going to fucking give up on each other. Like, what the fuck, man? Yeah, that's yeah, not he, good. Jesse needs to make choices that include fucking Tulip. And Tulip needs to fucking let Jesse in on all her secret shit. They need to fucking come clean with each other if this is going to work out, man. Yeah. 
Uh, it, so far, it doesn't seem like it's going to happen. Every time they get close to maybe having a real heart-to-heart, some of this uh, like ancillary business gets in the way. It's Yeah, it's very upsetting. Uh, speaking of that, we have uh, Tulip throwing one of uh, Cassidy's leftover fingers away, and who does she confront but the saint of killers himself, her worst nightmare. Uh, she oh, my God, yeah, when that happens. Holy shit. Uh, let me throw something at you, Pete. Uh, someone hit us up on Twitter and said, make sure when you watch episode 12, you turn on the closed captioning. Um, did you see that tweet? Did you do it? No, I didn't. What, what did that do? What, uh, what did I miss? Fuck. So there's this great conversation that um, Cassidy and Jesse are having about Fight Club, uh, Foreskin. Oh, okay. And how the, oh, Nether- yes. yeah, I remember that. the Netherlands yeah. are like a sexy Tyler Durden. And it's hilarious. Uh, uh, it's such a great, funny conversation. And I'm so glad. It's, that's another thing that is so cool about this show. They just, like, let this happen without making a big deal of it. That's something that I feel like we've complimented a lot. Excuse me. It's such a confident show that can yeah. do that. Yeah. Yeah, it lets its characters kind of like breathe and go off in ways that they feel like they would do. So it's great. Yeah. I mean, we've all had the conversation about, uh, fight club and our foreskin and all that. No, definitely have not. Oh, okay. Ne- never had that conversation. No, but not, what about you? We've never, no, we've never had that conversation. Okay. Well, remind me, I'm going to put it on my list of things to do. Yeah. I can't wait. Uh, yeah. Hey, I'm trying to, really quickly look up what astute listener gave us that hot twitter tip the hot you're trying to look on twitter right now instead of uh continuing forward with our show no i'm always working forward uh okay so uh let's let's keep going forward um cassidy and cassidy and jesse are friends again yeah this is a great like scene for them to finally catch up and reconnect did you feel that yeah, I felt like they were getting their shit out so they can kind of get back into their normal relationship, you know? Yeah. But do you buy it? Have they fixed their relationship? I feel like it was in a good place. But oh. then fucking hair star rolls back in and fucking ruins everything. Uh shout out to uh Mike Benicky on Twitter at Mike Benicky. B-N-E-K-E, who gave us the tip to turn on the closed captioning. Thanks a lot, Mike. It really made my day. Nice. Um, And then we get into just like a a big old badass fight. Yeah. Were you psyched about that? Yeah, of course. I mean, who doesn't like a big old badass fight? Yeah. Uh, Unfortunately for our group, they don't do so hot. No. No, they don't. And I, I just uh, the problem is I couldn't enjoy a fun fight because I'm just very upset with what Jesse's doing right now and how he's not choosing his friends over this fucking newfound power bullshit that like he's showing Jesse's showing off for a hair star, you know what I mean? Well, but even beyond that, like, it's not even the power of Genesis anymore. Like, Jesse seems to be seduced by this, like, larger power, this, like, larger, uh, like, role that he, I guess, feels like has always been coming to him where he is this, like, 
truly powerful religious figure. Like Hare starts offering him a chance to like, like almost like sainthood to be like a Messiah. Like that's something that when he was just like a Robin Banks, uh, yeah, that was, that was never, never in his mind. Yeah. Yeah. And then like, yeah, I just think it was like, it was cool because it, you know, first off, Jesse is a badass, regardless of this power. He doesn't even need it to be a badass. He can fuck people up. But like, Hairstar is fucking straight up playing him. And that's what bothers me is like, Jesse has a history of fucking, you know, running around the country doing crazy shit and like, should be very streetwise and be able to smell a con a mile away because of all the shit that him and Tulip have gotten themselves into and out of. But it just bothers me that Jesse's so dumb and is like, I'm getting played and I don't care. You know, he's just, he's falling for it and it's very frustrating. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, I think uh, as we learned with, uh, I think it was last episode where Hairstar had all of Jesse's prayers uh, re- recorded. Yep. That his weakness is like filling in for this dad situation. And uh, unfortunately. Yeah, I mean, the fight scene was badass. It was. But yeah. like, who's it for? You know what I mean? It's not, it's just like, oh, I, you know, I'm going to pretend to be God, so I'm going to fucking be like, what the fuck, man? Yeah. Like, I, I'm. I know Jesse's a badass, and I appreciate any time the show is going to reiterate that. But it was just I couldn't enjoy it as much because I'm like, what are you doing? You know this isn't real, dude. This is so clearly a fucking stage bullshit. Like, how do you not know that? Yeah. He's been... And then when he admits it to him, yeah, I fucking staged that whole thing. Like, why the fuck aren't you walking away then? Because the power's he too much. It. He admitted to conning you, you fucking stupid fuck. Uh, so, yeah, so uh, we see an ambulance shows up, and Jesse decides not to go with his friends. Yeah, cool, right? Yeah. I mean, that's why, like, to say that you, they sort of got the gang back together really didn't happen this episode, because Jesse is still totally selfish, totally focused on his he own stuff. He picked Hair Star over his friends. Yeah. And Jesse, and also not just your friends. Oh, that's the fucking love of your life, there, you piece of fucking shit. Where's your goddamn loyalty? Where's any kind of sense of yourself? Is it the love of his life? Maybe not. Uh, yeah. And the real trick here is that if Jesse had just told them what was going on and not kept those secrets, yeah, uh, it would have been fine because that's what Hairstar gets over them. Is he he tells uh, Tulip and Cassidy like what the deal is. And then he wants to, to, like, sort of strike a deal with them. Yeah. Like, uh, oh, first off, why are you striking deals with the evil fucking, you know, whatever the fuck organization? Like, how, why, it blows my mind. Well, like, because Jesse's never going to end well. He's been working with them on the side. Like, they don't know. And they feel betrayed. So they do that. That's yeah, just uh, dumb. It's, I hate when people are making dumb decisions. Yeah. Uh, frustrating. I know they're better than that. So uh, to take it back a little bit, we see that um, the the sort of uh, middle management of hell, the woman who we've seen Eugene and Hitler dealing with, yeah. comes and takes the stand of killers back to hell. Uh, bummer for him. 
Uh, and then we find out that he wants to have a word with Satan, which that's uh, cool. That's something. <laughs> that's insane. Yeah. Now, do you think, does that mean that Satan's like a cat person? If God's a dog man? Oh, you're a fucking dick. You know, <laughs> you know about cat people, right? No. No, I don't. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that is just, it's a weird thing. So anyways, yeah, I mean, like, it was cool to see the uh, kind of lunch lady of hell there uh, on Earth. That was kind of a scary thing where I was like, yeah. oh, shit. And she came you at know? just the right time to to save their asses. Yeah, uh, yeah. And then so to close out the episode, we have the Pope uh, talking about the the Messiah, the false, I guess the true Messiah who is uh, is Humperdue, not not super great. Yeah. Uh, and uh, we have Jesse uh, saying he's ready to, to make the deal, become the Messiah, star, takes a knee. Yeah, how creepy was that ending? It was cool. No, it's not cool. It was disturbing, creepy, fucked up. And it's just, uh, I, you know, it's frustrating when uh, good people are making bad choices, man. Yeah. But what can you do? I mean, it's all been leading up to this. It all makes perfect sense. Uh, it's a fun episode. Nope. I'm excited to see what happens because that feels like Jesse has set himself up for a disaster. Yeah, disaster. Why do you get excited about that? I don't get excited about that. I, I want Jesse to do good things, not horrible things. Not pretend to be a fucking god and be a dick. I mean, what the fuck, man? Well, that's sometimes what happens uh, in life. Yeah, I know. I know. Life is messy. I don't want my TV show to be that messy. You know what I mean? Oh, shit. Sage words, Pete. <laughs> uh, so now it's time for a little section called Revelations. What were you What were you super excited about in this episode? What bummed you out? Oh, man. Um, I mean, I... I don't know, man. I I like the revelation of, like, for this, this episode really put in place that I'm not, I thought my main rooting was for Jesse and Tulip, but now, you know, it's like Arseface is my dude, you know? Like, he's the only guy who hasn't let me down yet, so I feel like I got to, Arseface is now my, uh, my, my, my rock. Yeah, this is the only, the only person you can believe in. Yeah, he's the only one I can count on. He's the only one who hasn't let me down yet. He's the one you worship, like a false idol. Uh, fuck you. Well, fortu- fortunately, he may have just escaped from hell, so we're going to get a chance to get a get a look at him back on Earth. Oh, man, I can't wait. That's going to be awesome. Uh, my revelation uh, was the, uh, the, the scene where I turned on the closed captions and got to hear this great, weird conversation. This show is <laughs> one of the only shows on television that would do something like uh, that's as fun and cool as that, and I give him all the credit in the world. Yeah, I mean, it's Cassidy's kind of like rants are a legendary. Yes, yeah, so it's, fun. it's so much fun. Yeah, it's so much fun. Um, you let me ask you, man, since you were just kind of brought that up. Uh, first thing you do after you get released from hell and you're back on Earth, I mean, what's the first place you're going to go? Oof, great question. Um, well. I mean, you're going to want some ice cream. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's definitely, yeah, that's uh, funny. So just work my way through all 31 Baskin-Robbins, <laughs> uh, one at a time, me and 
and whoever helped whatever horrible uh, dictator Person. helped me escape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe a little Mussolini. Uh, what about yeah. you, Pete? Yeah, I mean, I would go to Friendlies. I wouldn't go to Baskin Robbins. I'd go to Friendlies myself. Friendlies, and, uh, wow. Yeah, and just kind of work my way through the menu there. Upstate uh, man through and through. Yeah, I mean, definitely like food and beverage would be kind of like the way that I would go. Yeah. Uh, so, Pete, what do you think? Of the, the next episode is this this season finale. Uh, what I do you know, think? man. What do you I'm think we're gonna fucking see? scared nervous about this because it's been going fucking crazy wrong um so i'm hoping this all last this last episode's got tie up a lot of shit man uh it's been interesting seeing because i you know i feel like genesis is on the fritz a little bit and yeah as that weekends jesse keeps grabbing more power through hair star so uh i don't know i feel like that's gonna come to a head up the space yeah yeah because if he can't use the power and I'm wondering if Genesis is like, yo, I don't like working with Hair Star, so I'm not going to work, you know? Yeah, it could be. We're yeah. going to see that uh, Cassidy Tulip makeout scene. Um, and then I'm really hoping we get to see Eugene oh. just like chilling on Earth. Yeah, I'm hoping we get some more Eugene, man. I want to see him walk into wherever Jesse is, right? That's the last shot I want. Oh, man, that would be crazy. I, yeah, I, I just want him to walk, uh, you know, maybe we finds an ice cream truck or something and hangs out in a while and just eats his way out. Yeah, eats his way right through the truck wall. Uh, <laughs> all right, great, guys. Um, if you like this podcast, you can also, you probably already already listened to our podcast, uh, Comic Book Club. You can check that out in the same feed. It's also on Nerdist. Um, you can um, <clears throat> come to our live show, which is every single Tuesday night at 8 p.m. Where is it, Pete? People's Improv Theater uh, in old NYC. We'd love to see you at our live show. It's a lot of uh, it's a lot more fun seeing it live. Oh yeah! And uh, if you want to support the show, you can uh, throw us a donation at Patreon.com/slash/ComicBookClub, and uh, you can get a bunch of uh, random prizes. Uh, keep this uh, grinding on so that we can finally get that picture of Pete the Pomeranian. Stop and hit us up on that hashtag. Post. Um, you can follow us on, on Twitter at Comic Book Live. You can follow Pete on Twitter at what, Pete? Real Pete LePage. Yeah, because there is, except no substitutes. And, yeah, there's uh, one out there for I, sure. I'm at JT Sizzle, uh, so please yeah, follow at your leisure. Yeah, you're stuck with that name and you have to keep it. That's no problem. That's what I call branding. And even when I'm like uh, a doddering old man, which I'm like months from being, I look forward <laughs> to still... Living that JT sizzle life. Yeah, I can't wait for your daughter to get old enough to make fun of you for that handle. Could be any day now. (laughs) Uh, Thanks a lot, guys. Keep on preaching.